Blog Talk Radio. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Good morning, good evening, good day, whatever time of day you listen to this broadcast. My name is Apostle Lonnie Starks. This is the Wake Up to Jesus broadcast coming to you from the Jesus Saves Ministry, 1007 West Arlington Boulevard, right here in Greenville, North Carolina. This is a special invitation to you. If you've been out of church, you're not going to church, or you're not a member of a church, or something happened in church, and I'm inviting you to come home and be a part of our ministry right here in Greenville, 1007 West Arlington Boulevard, the Jesus Saved Ministry. Our telephone number is 252-214-0799. I want you to stay tuned today. We've got a word especially for you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, praise the Lord and God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to the broadcast today. I'm so grateful to the Lord that you did. This is the day that the Lord has made. We're going to rejoice in and be glad therein. My name is Apostle Lonnie Stops, and I'm here today to lift up the name of Jesus. I want to talk about all charges has been dropped, all charges, whatever you've done, whatever you're guilty of. You know, there's some good news when you find that the charge has been dropped, man. I tell you, because we was all doomed to hell. I mean, there was no way of escaping. We, we all was guilty before God, guilty. Guilty is charged, and we're sinners, and we're saved by grace. And Jesus Christ gave his life and dropped all the charges. He dropped all the charges that was against us. He dropped them. Ain't that a blessing? Jesus Christ dropped all the charges because of his or his finished work. He dropped all charges. Let's take a look at something today. I tell you, God is a good God, even on a bad day. <clears throat> Listen, this is the Jesus Save Ministry, but I want to share with you uh, the Lord is good. I tell you, he's a great God, even on a bad day, because there is no bad days with God. God is a good God even on a bad day because there ain't no bad days with God Almighty. No bad days with God. My topic is all charges have been dropped. All charges. I said whatever you've done wrong, whatever there was against you, Jesus Christ dropped those charges. I'm grateful to God to let you know that. Okay, God is a good God even on a bad day, man. I tell you, he he is he's a great God, I tell you. And I'm grateful to God that he dropped the charges on me. The Bible talks about it over there in John chapter 8, verse number 3. John 8, verse 3 said, All the scribes and Pharisees brought unto him a woman taken in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst, now they caught this woman in the very act. And according to the most we had lost, she was supposed to be stoned to death. When a wife cheated on the husband, she would be stoned to death, or the husband cheated on the wife. And her and the man that did it because he knew she was married. So they brought this woman to Jesus, and they wanted him to do something. And first of all, they say unto him, Master, this one was taken in adultery in the very act. How in the you know, I, I've been reading that scripture book. 40-some years. I keep trying to figure out how did they catch her in the very act and then bring her? That means they manhandled her? What, what, how did they do that? How did you catch a woman in the act of adultery and then take her to Jesus? I just don't. But they did. They say unto him, Master, this woman was taken in adultery. 
in the very act. So she was having sex with this man when they caught her. I'm guilty, man. I'm guilty. I'm guilty. She was having sex with a man. And the Bible says in verse 5, Now Moses and the Lord, they're talking to Jesus, commanded us that such should be stoned. But what sayest thou? They said the book. They said this book right here says she should be stoned. Moses said so. But what you going to say? What you going to say, Jesus? <laughs> Look at something here. Verse 6. This they say tempting him that they might have to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground as though he heard them not. Jesus, I ain't come to, this, to hurt nobody. I ain't come to bind them. I come to set them free. Jesus, Jesus said, I, I come that you may have life and <laughs> more abundantly. But they wanted this Jesus Christ to stone that woman. Isn't it sad that some people looking at your life, trying to find fault with you, but they don't see no fault in themselves? Isn't that something? The old preacher used to say years ago, take six months to mind your business and take the other six to leave mine alone. And that, I try to do that. But a lot of people are, are not doing that. They, they're out to hurt you. A man, uh, somebody, I don't know if it's a company or one man or who, but they did a, a hack my account. They took my picture and put someone else's penis on it and put, me, and put a spread over me on that picture and sent it out to people who said it was me, but it wasn't me. Listen, people will do all they can to hurt you. Then they tried to take my credit card. I don't know how they got it, but they didn't know, they didn't know the password. But they called Verizon and tried to buy a, uh, what was it, an iPhone Verizon. Say, so Verizon shut them down then. Then they went on my Facebook, on my, uh, <laughs> they went on my uh, cash app and took $25 from there. There was only $25 and 65 cents. <laughs> After 65 cents, they took the $25. The hacker, man. And then they started sending out. Uh, information that I was asking for money, a fundraiser that I was asking. They just thought people were going to send it. But I, I, took, I called all that I knew to tell them I didn't do that. And plus I put a thing on Facebook that I've been hacked. I haven't asked for no donation. I'm not asking for no new members. I'm not asking anybody to be on my page. And they did that. I've got several people calling me and said, Pastor Stocks, I got a page with your name on it. They said they want me to be your friend. I said, I didn't do that. No, I didn't do that. But going back to this woman, here's a woman, they caught in adultery. They caught her in adultery. And they said that to accuse Jesus. They wanted to find something wrong, but Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground as though he heard them not. Jesus is not even hearing that God's garbage. You're trying to hurt somebody, but Christ, Christ Jesus is not paying no attention to you. I'm telling you that right now. He, he's too busy uh, praying and calling sinners in, such as I was. He ain't trying to destroy them. 
If the one was an adulterer, let's look at the scripture. Don't take my word, but so when they continued asking, he lifted himself up and said unto them, He that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. Isn't that something? Jesus said, He he that has no sin, won't you start throwing stones at you? In other words, if you ain't got no Skeletals in your closet. I had a, a member in my church one day. I said, Pastor, if people, those skeletons come out in that closet, a whole lot of people would be in trouble. And that's true. Skeletons. Jesus said, if you ain't got no sin in your life, you brought her to me. Well, why don't you cast a stone there? So, <laughs> so look, they couldn't. Look what happened in the next verse. And again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground as if he didn't hear. Let me see. He said, you bring an accusation against people. God ain't listening to that mess. Look, he, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. And the next verse, verse number nine, and they which heard it, being convicted by their own conscience, went out one by one, beginning at the elders, even unto the last. And Jesus was left alone, and the woman standing in the midst. <laughs> now, they just knew they had Jesus, but guess, guess what? Look what happened in verse 10. When Jesus had lifted up himself and saw none but the woman, he said unto her, Woman, where are those thine accusers? Has no man condemned thee? Now, of course, he already knew they couldn't. But he said, had no man condemned thee? Now watch what happened in verse 11. She said, no man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. All charges was dropped. That's the good news about Jesus. All charges is dropped. He said, neither do I condemn thee. I don't condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Jesus said, I'm not here to condemn you. Is I came to save you. You may feel condemned tonight. I mean, someone listening to me, maybe you feel condemned. You've done some things that is not too kosher. We all have done some wrong. I've done some wrong. Yes, I have. But I'm so glad tonight to know that my sins have been forgiven. All charges against me have been dropped. When God sees you, he don't even look at you. He look at Jesus because your faith is in him. And Jesus Christ is a perfect man. He never one time sinned. The Bible said there was no gal found in his mouth. No gal. No wrongdoing. Never said anything wrong or did anything wrong. Jesus. He's the second Adam, but he did not sin. Many women, I, I mean, they put out a red book one time. They tried to make him be married to Mary Magdalene, but Jesus wasn't married. He never married. Now, I give him, I mean, I mean, I give Jesus all the credit, period, but how in the world could a man, and I'm grateful that he did now. I'm not by any means trying to imply that it's not true because Jesus was a virgin. He didn't have sex with women. That, that was my downfall. See, my, my downfall was I, I'm the father of ten children. By four different women. Four, four. Four women. One, 
two, three, four, four women, ten children. My first child was born in 1969, uh, I believe it was. And then a uh, second child was born in 1970, and both of those kids died. Then I got married, but there was two different mothers now, two different mothers, two different mothers. Then I got married. I had two kids but that wife, two, two, two boys. That makes four right there, don't it? <laughs> That's four right there. One, two, and, and, and two is four. I had another child by another girl, never seen a child. Then I had five kids by my wife. That makes ten. Ten different children by four different women. I lie. I'm guilty completely. I was such a whoremonger, such an adulteress. I remember one night, me and this young lady was in the hotel. And she said to me, she said, Lonnie, you don't remember me, do you? I said, no. She said, I said, what do you mean? She said, years ago, you're the first person I ever slept with. I said, what? I didn't even remember. And I'm going back and didn't even remember. That's how much of a sinner I was. That's how much a sinner I was. And I'm going back with this lady, slept with her years before. We was in high school. And now I'm out of high school. I'm a grown man. I'm married. And I'm about to sleep with her again. She don't even remember it. I did that. But Jesus dropped all the charges against me. He dropped all the charges. He dropped all the charges. And he dropped them against you. You can be saved today. You, I'm talking about you. Not me. I'm already saved, but you can be saved too. God love you. Look, the Bible says, and my topic is, write it down. All charges have been dropped. D-R-O-P-P-E-D, all charges. Every charge that man put on you has been dropped. Every sin that you ever committed, Christ forgave it. He's the one that God sent to save you and I. The Bible said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. In John chapter 8, verse 10, from the New Living Testament, then Jesus stooped down again and said to the woman, where are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you? He said, didn't, one of them, didn't, didn't even one of them. Then in verse number 10, verse number 11, she said, no, Lord, she said. And Jesus said, neither do I go and sin no more. Notice what he said, I don't condemn you. I do not condemn you. <laughs> Isn't that a blessing? Listen, my friend, the word adultery, the word adultery, that one was committing adultery. Adultery refers to unfaithfulness in a marriage. An adulterer was a man who had sexual intercourse with a married woman. And such a woman was an adulteress. Sexual intercourses between a married man and an unmarried woman was called fornication. Adultery 
was regarded as a great social wrong and as of sin. That's what adultery was. So she was in sin. They called it in the very act. Teaching about adultery. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 27, Jesus told me, you have heard the commandment that say you must not commit adultery. That's verse 27. Verse 28, Jesus said, but I say uh, anyone who even looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. How many of you out there right now can honestly say you never looked at a woman that lust for her? A good-looking woman, I mean, beautiful build, nice figure, nice shape, sweet voice, smiling, looking good. Have you ever wanted her? But you didn't sleep with her? What Jesus said, if you lust for her, you've already committed adultery in your heart. Have you ever looked at a woman and said within yourself, I wonder how she would be? Have you ever looked at a woman and said, man, I would love to be with her? That's adultery. Jesus said, in your heart you did it. <laughs> so those very men that caught that, caught that girl, they was guilty too. Leviticus chapter 10, verse number 3, from the New English Version of the Bible, said, Moses then said to Aaron, this is what the Lord spoke among the ones who close, ones close to me. I will show you myself holy, and in the presence of all the people, I will be honored. So Aaron kept sour. <laughs> I'll be honest. But how are you honoring God doing wrong? Guilty. But Jesus forgave me. I'm guilty. He dropped all the charges. Aaron dropped his head. I'm grateful. And I know you're grateful. If you're saved tonight, you're grateful. Because you know what? Jesus dropped all the charges. No charge at all against you and I. The Bible said in Leviticus chapter 20, verse 10, if a man commits adultery with his neighbor's wife, both the man and the woman who have committed adultery must be put to death. I've slept with people's wives. I've done that. Thank God he didn't kill me. I'm, I'm guilty. I'm telling you about me. Now, maybe some of you all, maybe you didn't do that, and that's great. But I'm talking about me. I, I, I'm guilty. I've slept with people's wives. I did. I remember one night I was with this man's wife. He, was, he wasn't dead. <laughs> I heard I was in the hotel. After we got through having sex before we left, she sat right next to the bed. I said, oh, Lord, how can something be so wrong and be so good? Well, I admitted it because I was with her. I did. I'm not the one that said it, but I was guilty. And I knew her. I knew her. I did that. I've done that in my life. I've done wrong. Y'all are listening to a man that I have been forgiven, not because I'm good, but because of the grace of God. And that same grace is extended to you. You can be forgiven tonight. You let him. Christ will forgive you. I don't care what you've done. The Bible said, if a man... In Deuteronomy chapter 22, verse 22 from the King James Bible, 
If a man be found lying with a woman married to her husband, then they both of them die. Both of them die. Both the man that lay with the woman and the woman, so shall I be put to death. This evil from Israel. Jesus, God said that. But aren't you glad we're not under that long? I'd be dead, man. I'm guilty of all those things. My subject is guilty, but Jesus forgave me. <laughs> he dropped all charges. Jesus Christ dropped all the charges. No, no charge. In Deuteronomy chapter 22, verse number 24, King James Bible. Then ye shall bring both out and out unto the gate of that city, and ye shall stone them with stones, that they die. The dancer, because she cried not, being in the city, and the man, because he has humbly, has humbled his neighbor's wife, so thou shalt put away evil from among you. Now, that's what the Bible says. Now, now I want to say this to you. The Bible does say that. We just read that. It's in the Bible. Deuteronomy chapter 22, verse 24 from the King James Bible. It says that. But now they caught that woman. Why didn't they bring the man? Seems like there's some prejudice there, don't it? They brought the woman to Jesus, so we call it an act. But what about the man? They didn't bring the man. <laughs> They brought the woman, but they didn't bring the man. Don't you see there's some, some, some wrong there? If the woman was wrong, weren't the man wrong? No, they, they, show, they show favoritism. They wanted, and they wanted Jesus to condemn the woman, but they didn't bring the man. How could you catch her in the act that it wasn't a man? Didn't say she was a lesbian. They said, Jesus, we caught this woman in the very act of adultery. Well, where was the man? Why you didn't bring him? <laughs> you didn't bring the man. They brought the woman, but they, brought, they didn't bring the man. In Ezekiel chapter 16, verse number 38, King James Bible. And I will judge thee as women that break wedlock and shed blood. A judge, and I will give thee blood in fury and jealousy. This is what God says. See, that's the, the law. If you're living by the law, man, you got problems. I'm telling you tonight, let the law alone. Jesus has dropped all the charges. In John chapter 8, verse number 11 of the King James Bible, she said, No man, Lord. And Jesus said, And there neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Christ is not worried about your past life. He's forgave you for that. Are y'all hearing me? Jesus has forgiven you for your past life. He wants you to have a victorious life. Christ loves you, my friend. Jesus Christ loves you with an everlasting love. He loves you so much. He loves you. Jesus Christ loves you. And I want you to know that. He cares about you. He's concerned about you. Oh, yes, he is. They was out to condemn that woman, but they didn't bring the man. 
And the Bible says that she both of them should die. If the woman should have been punished, why wouldn't the man punish? Isn't that sad how people got favoritism? Favoritism. Some people, they excuse and they're wrong. Oh, he, he couldn't help himself. And, you know, that's just him. But you, no, you got to die. They brought that woman, and Jesus dropped the charges on her. Well, they brought me to Jesus, but he dropped the charge. I'm not guilty. I am guilty. But Jesus has dropped all the charges. I'm guilty. You know what? It's so simple to be born again. 44 years ago, if I make it this September, it's going to be 45 years. I repented of my sins, and I asked God to forgive me. I began to confess out of my mouth what the Bible says. I began to believe it in my heart. I put my whole confidence in Jesus Christ, according to Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. I did. Yes, I did. The Bible tells us clearly, Romans 10 and 9, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Hallelujah to God. Verse 10. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. You can be saved tonight. I don't care who you are. God forgave you, and he's making you whole. Listen, I want you all to know tonight that God is a good God even on a bad day. This has been the Jesus Saved Ministry. My name is Apostle Lonnie Stops, and I'm the pastor. And I thank God for you, you, and you. Have a good evening. May God bless you. You can call me at 252-214-0799. I got the cash app up there, but please don't send nothing there because I cancel my cash app. Thank you. God bless you. I cancel. Well, praise the Lord. Thank you for uh, being a part of our show today. Oh, the clock on the wall is telling me it's time I got to get up and get out of here, but I'm so glad that God is good. I'm glad that you are there. Listen, if you ever like to speak to me, you can call me at 252-214-0799. Remember, if you're not saved today, it's so simple to give your life to Jesus Christ. All you have to do is say, Lord, help me and forgive me for my sins. Really mean that in your heart. I said, Lord, come into my heart and save me, and he'll do that, and you'll be a born-again Christian. Well, you have a great day. My prayers are that you will always be blessed of the Lord in Jesus' name. Remember, if you want to call me, 252-214-0799. Have a great day in Jesus Christ. Well, God is a good God. I got to go. Clock on the wall is telling me I got to go. I love you tonight. Remember. You can always call me at 252-214-0799. I tell you, God is a good God even on a bad day. See, all have a good evening, and may the Lord continue to bless you. Remember, there's nothing too hard for God. There's nothing. I'm at the parsonage. I'm not at the church. You can tell the background. I'm here in Belleville, New York. Not Belleville, North Carolina. I'm about 50 miles from our church over there in Greenville. Our church is the Jesus Saved Ministry. We're located at 1007 West Arlington Boulevard. There's the address right there. And uh, But I'm here at the parsonage. I'm not at the church tonight. And uh, we're doing a, a service at night here at the, church, at, the, at the parsonage. And we invite you to come by and be with us on Sunday morning. Every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. we have service. 
And every Monday, every Wednesday, every Sunday afternoon at 4 p.m. we have service. And every Wednesday at 12 noon is noonday prayer. So if you're anywhere around the vicinity of Greenville, Aiden McKenzie, come on back for prayer. Free is charged. Come on in at 12 noon every Wednesday at noonday prayer. I'll be praying for the saints and everybody. I want you to be a part of it. Every Wednesday night is Bible study at 7 p.m. Every Friday evening at 7 p.m. is Holy Ghost Deliverance Night. May the Lord bless you real good. I hope to see you real soon. May God bless you. You take care. I love you in Jesus' name. Yeah. <laughs> 